The Suez blockage, a leaked Amazon email, a school controversy and a milk protest. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Friday the 26th of March. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we move to Egypt to discuss the blockage of the Suez Canal. You've likely heard something about this in the news throughout the last week, but there's been some more developments today, so we're going to walk you through the whole situation. Before getting into the latest news though, it's important to understand the significance of the Suez Canal. The reason it's so important is because it connects the Red Sea to the Mediterranean, in effect connecting Africa, Europe and Asia. It's an artificial waterway and it was completed in 1869. Due to its huge significance for global trade, there's been occasions throughout history where certain countries have tried to take control of it. The most notable in 1956, when Britain, France and Israel tried to stop Egyptian President Nasser from nationalising it. It's so significant, in fact, that it's been suggested that about one-tenth of all global trade passes through the canal each and every year. So with the canal's huge significance for global trade borne in mind, we can now discuss what's happened in the last week. As you've likely seen, a 220,000 ton ship called Ever Given has gotten stuck horizontally in the canal, blocking it. Expert dredgers have estimated that it will take multiple weeks in order to move it. As part of this, they have a specialised suction dredger that's able to move 2,000 cubic metres every hour. Ultimately, this comes as bad news to the many, many boats that have been affected by the blockage. According to experts, there are around 248 boats that are currently part of the backlog, meaning that shipping companies have even resorted to talking to the US Navy, asking for assistance, as the alternative route prompted security concerns, specifically about piracy. In order to ease the backlog then, naval warships from different countries could be deployed to defend the rerouted ships. This obviously though depends on how long it will take to free the ship causing the blockage. The Suez Canal Authority is hoping that high tide on Saturday could be enough to refloat the vessel, but ultimately we'll have to wait and see whether this proves to be successful. In the second story today we discuss a leaked email from Amazon that appears to discuss some issues delivery drivers face while on the job. On Thursday, Amazon denied that it had knowledge of a number of issues for employees, which caused quite a controversy. In fact, the Amazon News Twitter account tweeted, You don't really believe the peeing in bottles thing, do you? If that were true, no one would work for us. This tweet makes it seem like Amazon doesn't have any knowledge of the issue, or that it isn't an issue at all. However, as we said, a leaked email seen by The Intercept demonstrates at the very least that it has been somewhat of a problem for the company. As the supposed leaked email states, we understand that delivery associates may have emergencies while on road, and especially during COVID, they've struggled to find bathrooms while delivering. Regardless, they cannot, must not return bags to the station with poop inside. Clearly then, if this email is genuine, Amazon knew that this sort of behaviour happened and knew that it was an issue. According to a former employee who also spoke to The Intercept, drivers are implicitly forced to do so, otherwise we will end up losing our jobs for too many undelivered packages. This then seems to be the latest blow to Amazon's PR campaign, which seems to be intent on demonstrating their employees are treated correctly. In the third story of the Daily Briefing today, we move to the UK to discuss a controversy surrounding a school in West Yorkshire. 
This controversy involves the depiction of the Prophet Muhammad. A 29-year-old religious studies teacher is alleged to have shown his class an image of the Prophet in a lesson on Monday, causing backlash from parents. This backlash was so significant that the teacher himself had to be put into hiding by police after his name was released online, worrying that he may be in danger. Additionally, due to the protesters, the school had to ask children to stay at home while police officers guarded the school. This controversy has garnered much political attention, to the point that Education Secretary Gavin Williamson has commented. About the incident, he said, Schools are free to include a full range of issues, ideas and materials in their curriculum, including when they are challenging or controversial, subject to their obligations to ensure political balance. They must balance this with the need to promote respect and tolerance between people of different faiths and beliefs, including deciding which materials to use in the classroom. What do you think of the Education Secretary's intervention? Do you agree with him? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. For our final story this week, we stay in the UK to talk more about a vote that happened yesterday on the extension of the coronavirus bill. As we mentioned in the briefing yesterday, there was quite a lot of reluctance from backbench Conservative MPs to vote for the bill. Although there was a backbench Conservative rebellion, it didn't amount to much, due to the fact that both the Conservative and Labour Party were instructed to vote for it. So, in total, only 76 people voted against it. This was compared to the 484 who voted in favour. Of the 76 that voted against, 35 were Conservative, 21 Labour, 10 Liberal Democrats, Seven were DUP, one was an independent, Jeremy Corbyn, and one was a Green MP. More interesting than the outcome of the rebellion, then, was the contents of the speeches themselves. One particular from Charles Walker caught the attention of the media due to his rather odd protest about milk. I want to talk about milk, because in the remaining days of this lockdown, I am going to allow myself an act of defiance, my own protest that others may join me in. I am going to protest about the price of milk, Madam Deputy Speaker. Now, I'm not sure whether I think the price is too high or the price is too low. I shall come to that decision later. But for the next few days, I am going to walk around London with a pint of milk on my person, because that pint will represent my protest. And there may be others who will choose, too, to walk around London with a pint of milk and you know, Madam Deputy Speaker, I heard and I listened. I heard and I listened to my honourable friend. This will pass. My protest will pass. The pandemic will pass, Madam Deputy Speaker. And in years to come, I will be sitting at my kitchen table, perhaps with my wife and hopefully my children who will still want to see me. And I will break away from our excited conversation about the day because I will spot that pint of milk on the table. And that pint shall remind me, that pint shall remind me that the act of protest is a freedom. A freedom, Madam Deputy Speaker, not a right. And unless you cherish freedoms every day, unless you fight for freedoms every day, they end up being taken away from you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. What do you think about his speech, though? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out Monday's Daily Briefing. Be sure to check out tomorrow's Daily Briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app 
or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.